Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. So you know I'm here in Puerto Rico, but I'm getting everything sorted and packed and ready to ship off for my big event coming up in Vegas. So I had a bunch of stuff sort of sorted out, and I was pretty disturbed to look over and see my wife, Lauren, walking down the stairs, holding a particular wand in her hand that she was about to pack. Uh, She had no idea. It was the black magic wand. Now, you're not supposed to be around that wand because it's got a lot of negative energy. Now, you might be asking yourself, why in the world does Joshua P. Warren have a black magic wand? And and first off, let me explain something. I'm not saying that this is used to, you know, kill people or something like that. It's just used to stop people in some cases if they're doing something that you don't want them to do. Uh, for example, a lot of people here in Puerto Rico love to party, and they sometimes get very loud and noisy, and you get sick of it after hours, and so you go out and you, you know you you have a certain way of using the wand. Say, I want this to stop, and it stops. Crazy things. There was there's a guy who used to be down the road, and I don't know what he was doing, but every day he would get outside with a hammer and just beat <coughs> on some kind of like uh, still frame like a trailer frame or something and just for hours and that sound would carry so there are times when it's okay to to use black magic if you just want something to stop and again you don't have to be all extreme about it you don't have to kill people necessarily so here she is coming down the stairs with the black magic wand again having no idea what she has in her hand and i didn't say anything because at that point it's too late why frighten her and then um she put it in a box which is being packed up and being shipped back to the states and uh, i may or may not bring this particular wand to las vegas but i want you to understand that look, magic is not a scary thing. All that matters is your intention. But there are ways to use it to uh, magnify something or to stop something in its tracks. And there are many different degrees of that. And this particular wand, by the way, it's a beautiful wand. I've never photographed it. I keep this uh, as part of my own private collection and I very rarely use it but this particular wand was handmade by Santero Longley who lives here in Puerto Rico and um, Santero Longley he has had a condition that I will not talk about without his explicit permission but he has had a condition which should have kept him ill for decades and yet he is in beautiful health. I mean, this guy is living proof of the power of magic. And so 
because uh, you know he's now uh, I guess he's in his up uh, getting up into his seventies. So Santero Longley, he occasionally sits down and he will hand carve a batch of wands. And unlike myself, uh, you know, I, he makes wands that are absolutely one of a kind. Every single wand is completely unique. He never makes two that are alike. And so this particular wand, um, it's got some black beads wrapped around it, and it's got some very interesting gems on the top of it. It's quite long. It's about uh, two and a half feet long, I guess. And so when he decides to sit down and create a batch of wands, um, he usually just gives them to his closest friends. But occasionally, he'll create a batch, and he'll give them to me and say, you're welcome to sell these if the person who gets the wand understands how to use it wisely. But again, no two are are the same. And so uh, that is kind of a, a complicated situation. He just gave me a batch the other day that he made. And basically... Um, if somebody orders a one, they don't know what they're going to get. It's going to be kind of a grab bag because I, I don't have the time to sit down and take a picture of the particular one. It's, what I do is if somebody orders one of his wands is I, I just grab the one. Uh, I meditate for a while, okay, so it's not haphazard. I meditate, and then I reach down and I, and I grab the one that, I, that resonates with me as being the right one for this person. And sometimes the only thing I know about the person is the person's name and, of course, where that person lives. But I'll just select one. I'll choose one, and I send it. And then I just wait to see if I ever hear anything from the person. And every single time I have gotten feedback, every time I've heard from that person, it has been incredibly positive. They say, how did you do this? You selected the perfect wand for me, exactly what I needed to do at this time. So I think there's something magical about the selection process in general. So I don't know how many of his wands that I've got, but uh, if you're interested in getting a unique, one-of-a-kind wand selected just for you, psychically, energetically, however you want to you know, frame it, um, you just go to the Curiosity Shop at JoshuaPWarren.com and scroll down there and you'll see where it says Authentic Centero Wands. Just sold one today, as a matter of fact. So, here I am, two months out from the big event in Vegas. Uh, I'm running myself ragged. I'm doing interviews night and day, and uh, it's always a shame to me when I can't take uh, advantage of every opportunity that comes my way. But you know that I am producing a television series that is in development right now. Uh, of course, last year I was a producer on the series American Ripper on the History Channel, and uh, I was actually the person who initially pitched that whole concept to the History Channel. So that's cool. That was a big success, and so now I get opportunities to uh, work on other things that I want to see developed and brought to the, the screen. And in some cases, uh, 
TV companies just contact me. Uh, I got contacted by a company asking me if I could fly to Key West to talk about Robert the the Haunted Doll on the Travel Channel. Um, but I, I, I couldn't do it. I said, no, I've, I've got too much stuff going on here at the Bermuda Triangle Research Base here in Puerto Rico. I, I can't leave and do that right now. Uh, it's you, you know that feeling like it's almost like uh, like they say feast or famine like right when you're in the middle of something that's really taking up all your time everybody comes to you and wants you to do something else that 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 may be fantastic might be fun but you just can't take advantage of it I'll never forget that day when I was I was on a a plane like tour if you will. <laughs> Because I, I flew out to California to shoot with Ghost Adventures, and then I flew from California to Michigan to do an event. I'm in the middle of this, and Mobius calls me up and says, Art Bell is trying like hell to get in touch with you because he has an alien he wants to give you. And I said, what? He said, Art Bell has this wooden statue of an alien in his house that is scaring his family to death because they say it's coming to life at night and running around the house and he wants to give it away to somebody and he says that if you want it, you can have it. Otherwise, he's trashing this thing. And this alien, this four-foot alien statue has been there all these years on all those classic nights in Art's studio when he's sitting there with a pot of coffee and a pack of cigarettes and talking to millions of people throughout the wee hours of the morning. And I said, you're telling me that Art Bell has an alien statue that is perhaps coming to life at night and running around his house, and he wants me to come get it. Mobius says, yes. I said, this has got to be bullshit. I'm not going to believe this unless Art Bell himself calls me and tells me. And Mobius says, fine. Guess what happened? (laughs) I'll never forget it. I was the passenger in a car in San Francisco. A production assistant was driving me around San Francisco. And my phone rang and I answered it. And it was Art Bell. And he told me exactly what Mobius had just told me and says, can you come to my place here in Pahrump, Nevada and pick up this alien statue? (laughs) And there was no way that I could do it. What an opportunity. I was such a huge Art Bell fan. I'd, I'd been his guest on his show. I would have given anything to have had the freedom to go at that time and pick up that alien statue from his house, but I had an obligation to go and do this event, and I couldn't get it by the time he wanted it to be gotten, and so therefore I called up one of my good friends, Mr. Jim Castle, Emmy Award-winning director, producer, also huge Art Bell fan who lives in L.A., and Jim went to Art's house and not only did he get the statue but uh art invited him in and they hung out for hours and he got a tour of the property and i'm just like oh those are all things i would have enjoyed of course 
But Jim did a wonderful job. He packed this statue up. He shipped it to me. And now, if you come to my museum in Asheville, North Carolina, the Asheville Mystery Museum, in the basement of the Asheville Masonic Temple, you can see this statue that is rumored to come to life. They call him Carville. There's a story behind that that I won't get into right now. I could tell you lots of stories about Carville. We still have people saying that he comes to life. But this is an example of how sometimes I get great opportunities to do things and I just, I can't do them because I'm already obligated to do other things. So I got contacted by this television company that is producing a reboot of a very famous paranormal show and they are begging me to go to New York to Los Angeles they have two or three places to shoot and talk about the Bermuda Triangle but they said it's got to be done by the end of the month and I just can't do it I can't I'm here in Puerto Rico making so many changes and making so many adjustments after this hurricane I just can't leave right now especially when I'm working on the big event in Vegas coming up in two months and uh but they have been so great they've been so wonderful that they are actually going to interview me via Skype it's going to be a long distance thing and uh, I'm really happy that the TV business has evolved to such a point where I can sit down here with a computer and deliver high definition footage to a major production company thousands of miles away that is good enough for them to put on television. So I feel very fortunate, you know, that I live in that kind of a scenario, in that kind of a situation. So I guess, even though I'm rambling a bit here, you're getting the picture that I have a lot of interesting stuff going on. And, um, and right now, it's all really being directed toward the event in Las Vegas. Uh, I just checked. There are still some spaces left, amazingly enough. Only 100 people are going to get to experience this. If you go to joshuapwarren.com, there is no period after the P. If you go to joshuapwarren.com, you'll find a link there at the top that you can click that will take you to the information about the big event. And uh, like I've said before, uh, you will eventually go to that page and it will say, sorry, sold out. Um, so now is the time. If you feel drawn to be a part of this, go to joshuapwarren.com, click the link at the top. And also, um, as I mentioned, you know, I have these wands that Santero Longley has made. And you know what? Santero Longley even wrote a... Um, a short book about wands and I told him that I would publish this for him as an ebook so uh, I'm working on that right now and at some point I'll have that available and you can read about his philosophy on wands and how they work and why they work and it's quite fascinating but anyway um, 
remember now, uh, this podcast is called Joshua P. Warren Daily. It's always short. It's always free. And if you go to joshuapwarren.com, you'll find a link there on the homepage at the top. You can click to subscribe to this podcast via various means. And you also can uh, just follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Even if I'm the only person that you follow on Twitter, that's fine. You can even get a little text message sent to you to let you know when I post something new. And then you can go and listen to the podcasts whenever you want. So uh, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.